0: this week on Together for Salem.
1: I mean, we all want a good life, right? But what does that mean, good life? See, I think some people define the good life as this elusive idea of more, right? More stuff, more money or friendships, more sex, more vacations. And others kind of define it as this feeling of love or security or freedom or adventure or satisfaction. What is the good life? See, we want a really good life but we can't really explain what good really means.
0: Welcome to Together for Salem, episode 50. I thought for this episode, I'd wear my members only jacket because, you know, I mean, it's a special occasion one has to dress the part, so I know Aaron is going to be.
2: Hey, are we um, we dressing up today?
0: Yeah. So, Jam's Beach, Honolulu. Uh, welcome to Together for Salem. This is my husband, Aaron. Hi. <laughs> I'm Monica. We're your hosts for episode five zero. Hey, Hawaii five zero. That's right. That worked out. Members only. That's right. Which is actually the opposite of how Cross Creek feels. We are. <laughs> representing Cross Creek Community Church. Sorry, Cross Creek. Uh, we're your hosts for this uh, weekend's episode. Yes, And we are starting a new series.
2: We are. What is it called? The
0: Good Life. Great. Which also fits with your motif of Jam's Beach. If you're listening on the podcast, we are so glad that you have decided to listen. We want you to review, to subscribe, so you hit see those episodes as they hit your stream. That's right. But podcast listeners, I'm sorry, you might have to hit, head over to YouTube and just peek at this uh you can also abomination. This. You can hear it. He literally walks in our neighborhood with this jacket on. Why not? I'm gonna start walking with my members only jacket. It's how it is,
2: as we like yes. to call it, in the Fiddler family.
0: Alright, a couple yeah. things. We're gonna get pass it over to Pastor John. One. Number one, um <laughs> I got distracted by your coat. <laughs> Sorry. The welcome form's on the website. It is for you who are just finding us or have been listening or watching for a while and haven't been able to say hello. That's a way that we can virtually say hello to each other. We'll send you a free gift card just for doing so. There's other options on the form. Bible, prayer, ask questions. I'm sure you've got them after watching this, uh, but the welcome form is on our website and it's here for you.
2: That's right. Two.
0: Number two. On the other side, after John talks about the good life part one, uh, we're gonna have a giveaway to Life Source Foods and announce this next week's giveaway. We've done like 50 of these giveaways. It's actually really, really fun. It is actually really fun. So we're looking forward to doing that, but it's on the other side. So watch The Good Life Part one. We'll see you on the other side.
1: You want a good life? No, John, I want a terrible life. What is this guy talking about? I mean we all want a good life, right? But what does that mean? Good life. See, I think some people define the good life as this elusive idea of more, right? More stuff, more money or friendships, more sex, more vacations, more authority. And others kind of define it as this elusive, an elusive feeling of love or security or freedom or adventure or satisfaction, achievement or success. What is the good life? See, we want a really good life, but we can't really explain what good really means. I want to tell you a secret. It shouldn't be a secret, but for some reason over the years, it's become a secret. Jesus wants you to have a good life. In fact, it's, it's the whole point of why he came. Jesus said, my purpose is to give them, that's all of us, to give them a rich and satisfying life. Jesus came to give us a rich and satisfying life or a full life or an abundant life. Unfortunately though, this rich, satisfying, abundant, full life kind of seems elusive too. Like what is the right path to God or what is the right way to do Christianity? What are the right rules to follow? Sometimes we, we pick a path to God and, and, or a, um, tradition of Christianity even and we pick one and we find so many rules or or rituals or regulations and we never know if we're in or out if we've done enough if we've done too much bad if we're separated from God or whatever. how can we even get to God what is the right way or we look at all the different options in the world and we pick and choose what we like from those many options which is pretty shaky too, because how do you know if you're doing it right? Or you picked the right ways to discover God or or know the truth or, or do things the right way, the right life philosophy. But the thing is, it it doesn't have to be difficult. It doesn't have to be complicated to find the good life because the good life is simpler than we think. The good life really is simpler than we think. In fact, the apostle Paul tells us how to have the good life. He wrote the book of, we call it the book, it was an ancient letter to people in Col- Colossia, a Roman city in Turkey, modern day Turkey. And he wrote around 60 AD, and he was writing to the Colossians. It's a letter we call the book of Colossians in the New Testament. And the Colossians were a lot like us, they were confused on how to find the good life. They had all these people telling them different ways to have a good life saying, you know, you need to do this and this and that and you need to believe that. And then you really experience life. You'll really experience spiritual fulfillment. You'll really get it. If you do these certain things or think this certain way. And so what we are going to look at today is Paul, the apostle Paul, explaining Christianity's answer to find the, and experience the good life we all want. Kind of, Paul saying, look, here's the answer of that we're all looking for. Here's how you can have a good life. And here's how he starts it. And now, just as you accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord, you must continue to follow him. Let your roots grow down into him, and you'll let your lives be built on him. See, the good life we are looking for is found in the simplicity of following Jesus. The good life we are looking for is found in the simplicity of following Jesus. He says, continue to follow him. This ongoing, daily, moment by moment, following Jesus. He says, let your roots down, grow down into him. Meaning, we're getting all of the nutrients we need for our life, our good life, from Jesus. Have your lives be built on Jesus, a solid, anchored life that is held onto. Jesus, it reminds me a lot of what David wrote in Psalm. They're like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit each season. Their leaves never wither, and they prosper in all they do. That was David describing what it's like to be anchored in Jesus. It's having having a life saturated by Jesus. It's like our lives are this bowl of water and we drop food coloring into that. And that's that's the Jesus of our lives, right? And mix it around. You cannot separate it, right? It's completely permeated, saturated by Jesus. You can't separate your life from Jesus. That is the route, the path to the good life we all want. Paul's saying that Jesus is all we need and he's everything we need to experience the good life. In fact, it's, it's what Jesus always said about himself. He based everything he said on himself, not a way of thinking, not rules and rituals, not even a religion. He based everything he said on himself. And this is what he said. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. The path to God, Jesus is saying, is through himself. He says, I am the way to God, like the only way to God. Seems kind of narrow, right? like there's only one way to God, one path to God, one way to experience the good life. Well, think about it. Is it is it narrow to say the only way to live is to breathe oxygen? I mean, it's just facts, right? Breathing oxygen is the best and only way to experience physical life. And it's the same with Jesus. Being rooted in Jesus, being built on Jesus is the best and only way to experience the good life. Now, and forever. But John, you, you said it was simple. And this sounds like, you know, being rooted in Jesus and having your life permeated by Jesus. That sounds like it's not very simple. It sounds kind of intense, complicated. It sounds kind of different. You know what it sounds like? It sounds freaking religious. Well, here's how Paul described it in a different letter. What is important? It's faith expressing itself in love. When Paul's talking about what it means to follow Jesus, he says, what is important is faith expressing itself in love. If you want to know what that love really is, you can watch our past, our past series called Illogical Love to talk about what that love is. But what counts is faith expressing itself in love, meaning this is what a life built on Jesus is. It's having a continually growing trust that compels us to continually love. That's following Jesus, having a continually growing trust in Jesus, who he is, who he says he is, that compels us to continually love him and others. That's it. That's the simple path to the good life we want and the good life Jesus offers. And the result of that simple path to the good life is this. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth you were taught and you will overflow with thankfulness, you'll be free to be you. You'll be free to love freely. You'll have confidence, peace. You'll even have excitement for the next day. You have a strong and secure trust and you'll be overflowing with thankfulness. Has that been your experience with religion? Your experience with how you've been trying to find the good life? Has that been your experience with Christianity, a overflowing with thankfulness and feeling everything, this positive happiness oozing out of you? If not, it might be because you haven't been basing your path, your your route to the good life on Jesus, but it's been based on something else. And unfortunately, We miss the simplicity of this. We miss the freedom that can come from this simplicity because we try to add to and even replace this simple trusting and following Jesus with other things. And Paul talks about that too. He says, don't let anyone capture you with empty philosophies and high-sounding nonsense that come from human thinking and from the spiritual powers of this world rather than from Christ. He's not talking about, all philosophy, right? Oh, if you're a philosophy major, well, then you're evil. No, see philosophy is good. It's important. It helps us understand the human experience, it teaches us logic and that there's, there's truth It shows us our place in the world and our relation to each other It's a great way to think through our lives. What Paul's talking about are the traditions or even the religions that make themselves sound like they have the secrets of the universe. And if you follow this path, and you do these certain things, and you take these courses or you pay this money, you're gonna know all the secrets of life. When in actuality, they're just complicated paths to nothingness, right? They're, they're dead ends to confusion. They're trying to sound deep or, or spiritual, but really they're just empty words and theories. That's kind of my, my uh, rule here. If, it, if it's deep, I'm like, oh, I just love the depth of it. If it's deep, usually just means it's confusing and unhelpful and honestly kind of useless. And the real truth is, if it's complicated, it's not Jesus. If it's complicated, it's not Jesus. Check this out. For in Christ lives all the fullness of God in a human body. So you also are complete through your union with Christ, who is head over every ruler and
0: authority.
1: See, God chose to simplify himself and become a human so we could know him personally. Think about that. God, everything that God is, like so far beyond our understanding. If there is a God, it's impossible for us to fully understand him. He simplified himself by becoming a human, Jesus, so that we could know him personally. We could know what he's like. We could know how he truly loves. See, in Jesus, we have all the depth, all the spirituality, all the truth we could ever need and all we could ever want in one human package. In fact, to infinite measures, we have that truth all in Jesus. Think about it. What more do you need? When when you're following Jesus, you are following God himself who created all truth, Who's, who's the one that all truth actually points to. See, Jesus is all we need in order to know God and experience the good life. Jesus is all we need in order to know God and experience the good life. That's why Jesus came. He he wanted it to be simple. He said, look, I want a relationship with you. You have a broken relationship. You've sinned. I know it's a religious word, but you've done things to hurt other people. You've been selfish. We've all been selfish, wanted what we wanted, at the expense of others. And that has separated us. It's separated us from others. You've experienced it. It's separated you from from yourself. You don't really like yourself in that moment, right? You don't wanna look at yourself. You don't wanna really dig down deep and find the truth of yourself. And it's separated us from God because we've hurt his kids. When you hurt somebody's kids, there's gotta be a relationship rift there, right? And we've all done that. We all have that rift with God, but God loves us so much and he wants us to have a relationship with him. But there is that tear that needs to be fixed and we can't fix it ourselves because we've already hurt people. We don't have the power to, to make it untrue or, or even really take the full punishment that makes it okay or makes things better with others. And that's why Jesus came, why God simplified himself as a human to come show us what he's like, show us how he truly loves and what he thinks and how he feels about life And then take the punishment that we deserve by hurting others for us on the cross. And then not just staying dead, but saying you can have new life through me because Jesus conquered death. He rose from the dead under his own power and said, look, I have conquered death. I have forgiven sin. You don't have to do anything to have this new life. All you have, it's already been done for you. You simply have to trust that you are forgiven. You simply have to trust in me nothing can get us closer to God than accepting that God himself came and died for us. See, the good life, the definition of the good life, what is the good life? It's this. It's experiencing the freedom of being completely loved and accepted by God. That's the good life. Experiencing the freedom of being completely loved and accepted by God. So I have some homework for us. I know, homework, but you'll be okay. First, I want you to read, I want us all, to read the beginning part of this letter to the Colossians. Read Colossians 1, 15 through 22. That shows us who Jesus really is. In fact, it would be fun if you invited a friend to do this with you. You guys would be like, hey, what did you, what verses stood out to you today? What, what sentences did you really, or the words stood out to you? Read that and see who Jesus really is. And then ask. Ask two questions. After you read that, ask, what am I relying on to give me a good life? What am I actually relying on to give me a good life? You're Like, well, I rely on Jesus cause that's the right answer. Well, maybe do a little bit more digging this time. A hint of what you might be relying on is what are you stressed about? What do you fear losing? That might give you a clue of what you're actually relying on to give you a good life. And then once you realize what or you figure out what that is you've been relying on, ask yourself, how does that compare to the Jesus I just read about in Colossians? How does, how does money or, or family even compare to the Jesus I just read about? And so read, ask, and then practice. Your homework is to rap. get it? R-A-P. And then practice, practice relying on Jesus. And honestly, the simplest way to practice relying on Jesus is to pray. It doesn't have to be this religious, oh, heavenly father, thou art the most amazing, awesome, awesomeness of the, year. no, it's simply talking to God. And, and the way to really rely on him, two ways, two examples I have for you. Run decisions by Jesus. Jesus, what do you think? And then he'll tell you, no. Run to your decisions by Jesus. Ask him, Jesus, what is the wisest choice? In whatever situation I'm in, what is the wisest choice for me to do in this? In fact, if you want, you can write down your question. What is the wisest choice with um, my kids or my job or, or buying this thing? What is the wisest choice? And then write down the thoughts that come to you. Say, Jesus, give me your thoughts. Let me know what, your, what the wisest choice is. Write down the thoughts that come to you. That could very well be him leading you. Or tell him what you are worried about, what you are stressed about, what you have been relying on maybe for happiness or in the good life instead of him. And then tell him, there, Jesus, that's what I'm worried about. Now it's your problem. Please take care of this. Show me a way forward and rely on him to do that. Rely on him to take care of it for you. See, we want a good life. And there's nothing wrong with that. Jesus came to give us a full, rich, satisfying, abundant life. In fact, Jesus offers the only good life that can last no matter what happens to us, no matter what we have, no matter what we don't have, it's the good life that can last because it's not based on anything we can lose. It's based completely and entirely on Him, the human form of of God who is never changing, all loving and all powerful. It's this good life that Jesus offers. It's a life of the fullest, most genuine freedom and purpose. It is so simple. And it is so powerful. In fact, in accepting the simplicity of following Jesus frees us to enjoy the good life He offers. So accept it, enjoy it, and share it. That's it. It really is that simple.
0: Thanks, John. We told you we'd be back on the other side. Here, Here we, are. we are. Still wearing our
2: coats. Still.
0: Um, that was part one of the Good Life episode. There's a few more coming. Uh, John's going to keep going through the book of Colossians. So, like, subscribe, all those things so you see this content hit your phone or uh, you hit computer. Your phone-er. Hit your phone or. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. But we have some fun things.
2: It is giveaway time. Mm. God loves to give away things, and so do we. So, we are giving away to Life Source Natural Foods. I'm sure there's going to be an icon somewhere here. Yeah. The winner this week to Life Source Foods, an excellent Salem joint, help out the community, etc., etc. awesome food, goes without saying, mm-hmm. is Brrrt. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead.
0: Candice.
2: Yeah, oh, Candice. Right. I thought you were going to Brrrt.
0: No, brrits. I was just enjoying it. I was enjoying your fanfare. It's very short Candice. So, Candace,
2: congratulations. Can- yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. A- Go ahead. We'll figure it out. We'll- I was
0: just going to say... I was going well, okay. to say Candace entered on Instagram.
2: Excellent. Yes. So you can enter on Instagram for these things, mm-hmm. the Facebooks, mm-hmm. the emails. Mm-hmm. I guess you could even call the church and be like, you know, hi, I um, heard something about a giveaway. Do you... It'll be a
0: voicemail, but yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's that's. You can me. leave a
0: voicemail. That's me leaving a voicemail. Oh, yeah.
2: Okay. <clears throat> what are we giving away this week, though?
0: This week, we're giving away a $25 gift card to Ratchet Brewery, which is, of course, Salem-grown. It's a yeah. wonderful place. And they have a couple locations, but there's a location in Salem. And they uh, do frickin' Fridays. So I don't know if you know about this. I'm not cussing I heard about it. podcast listeners. <laughs> Beep. <laughs> um, yeah, it's where they hammer that tap in uh, to the awesome. barrel. So it's super cool. Mm. But they do make some amazing beers. And now, you know, Marion County, um, you yeah, can go in there. Just open up
2: our restaurants and stuff again.
0: Yeah, and have a beer. And they do cool things like pluots and peaches and saisons and like all kinds of amazing things. Plus they have food. So yeah. if you're not a beer person, you can still enter to win. Um, but yeah, that'll be on social media this week. Great. Giving away $25 to a, a Salem business because we are for Salem because God is for Salem. That is correct. That's right. And we're in Salem. Yes, we are. If you're not in Salem, that's okay. You can still contact us, no. enter. It's kind of
2: not okay because you're missing out, but you can also contact us. We miss us. you is the thing. <laughs> yeah. Salem's great. So you is can Kaiser. Come visit. Yep.
0: Alright, so those are our giveaways. Uh, we do want to let you know we had um, a luggage drive in February yes, and it was really, really fun. We collected luggage for foster care. Mm-hmm. We collected 51 pieces. You guys gave oh, 51 awesome. pieces of luggage, uh, whee! which was really, really cool. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Each piece of those luggages uh, goes to a kid who needs somewhere to put their belongings and they, as they transition to a different home for a while. So. That's huge. We wanna thank Agape Custom Shop who made a leather Luke made leather tags for each bag that says this belongs to first name, last name. Thank you, so it just that's your stuff, kid. And here is a bag that you can have and I just wanna thank you guys for giving to that. You can donate to Every Child Oregon. That's a great organization to get in contact with if you're interested in going further in the foster care journey and awareness. Um, But CASA, Marion County, Mm -hmm. they help train advocates for foster care. So those are a couple great organizations we would encourage you to check out if you wanna take this further. That's right. Yeah. So that was February. Yep. March. This is March. It is March. Happy March, everyone. Do we have
2: a new For Salem Challenge?
0: March on, yep. (gasps) What is it? It is egg your neighbor. Oh, that
2: because sounds great. Let me go grab you the can. raw eggs. No, it's
0: not that kind of egging. Oh, We're works. not encouraging any kind of egging. Very good. Right. Um, this kind of egging is the plastic eggs. Fill them for your neighbor. Surprise them. Put them. You can hide them in their yard yeah. with a little sign, or you can give them a basket. We have lots of ideas in the show notes. The show notes is a place where you can find all kinds of extra stuff, and this is one of the things. Right. So we will provide eggs for you if you want eggs, like not you know, plastic eggs. Right. Plastic we eggs. can also provide ideas for you. If you just need ideas, you're like, oh, it's okay, Monica and Aaron. I can buy my own plastic eggs. I just need some ideas. Also in the show notes. Thirdly, if you, oh, what was the third thing? Oh, yeah. If you're thinking, oh, I want to egg my neighbor, but also I've been looking for a fun way to invite them to our Easter Eve tailgater. Right,
2: because we're having an Easter Eve tailgater. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> You can, It's like a month away only.
0: It is. It's on April 3rd. Yeah. It's on Saturday. So if you want to invite them to our Easter Eve Tailgater too, you go to Cross Creek and you're like, oh, go to Cross Creek. You're a Cross Creek person. You want to invite them to this Easter Eve Tailgater or maybe you've never been and you want to go and invite them, you can use Egg Your Neighbor as a way to invite. Right. There's a downloadable printable invitation in the show notes that Excellent. you can add to your egging your neighbor. Or you can just... Give them candy because you are for them. And that's great too. True. So many options. Maybe good. too many,
2: but you'll figure it out. Yeah. Yep. That's a good menu. I feel like that's a good menu. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Pick your pick your poison
2: or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Metaphorically. Super, supersize it.
0: Speaking. Sure. Yes. All kinds of metaphors. Yeah. That's it for us.
2: No, except one more thing. Oh. Questions are coming up.
0: Yeah, you love the questions. I just like to say that. Yeah. So questions are up for discussion. Questions are up for discussion. <laughs> <laughs> discussion questions are coming. They are. Thank you so much for watching. Thanks for subscribing and liking. So yes. you'll see this stuff coming. Go ahead and comment and send that welcome form in. Be for your neighbor. Have a good life. Listen to the things John yeah. said. I'm excited I'm to- Try read, them out this week. Yeah, Go read the, that passage. Do the stuff. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. We'll see you next week for week two. That's right. Peace. Episode
0: 51, coming up. See ya. Sweet, Sweet It's
1: Just like me.